Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. There I was just minding my own business, having a lovely date with a dirty martini, when suddenly politics happened. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Addercop. And we're gonna do a little something different this this time around in that we're gonna go back to our old way of doing things. We're um, gonna make our, the podcast great again? Yeah. Uh, gonna, it's true. We're gonna make our podcast great again. Uh, but we're also however, if you're listening to this via Apple Podcast or iTunes or Libsyn or wherever Spotify. Spotify or whatever. It won't have all the music. But if you're listening on Mixcloud, it will. And it will be just like old times. Because music is what brought us together. Aww. And that is why we're here. And, it's true. And, uh, and I miss it. We miss it. it. We miss it. And I, and, I, and I can't help it. So we're going we're gonna to do this the old way. The I... way that was good enough for our forefathers. Yeah. Well, my forefathers. You've been doing this. So technically, you're my forefather. Oh, I didn't realize I was a father at all. <laughs> I didn't. Emmett, tell me about the before times in podcasting. Well, it was a lonely time. And it's. I was on the radio first. And I just recorded and archived the episodes that I did on the on the radio show. That's how this started. That's. You know, so explain to our younger listeners what's a radio. Well, it's a basically it's a string in a cup, tied to <laughs> another string in a cup, and periodically someone talks into it, and you listen. Shout into a string in a cup and play the songs on a mouth harp. It's true. It was a mouth harp. You had a mouth mouth harp and a washboard, and that's how you made music, kids. Yeah, and and, we and were... dinosaurs roamed the earth and brought <laughs> and brought presents because it was like <laughs> presents. Hold up, yes, of coal and uh, oh, and um, what else did they bring? Um, I don't know manure, manure, and uh, dinosaurs poop and a lot, limes because scurvy was a thing. Um, <laughs> Back in the before times, when Dino Santa Dino brought you the gift of coal, manure, and limes. It's true. It was a, it was a, it was a strange and heady time. It was a cold time too. That's why you had to get the coal and, and the was, manure. You could also burn manure. manure. Yes. Well, that was for planting. That was for gardening and planting. The limes that the dinosaur also brought you. Well, that was for scurvy. Oh, <laughs> you're eating the limes. You're eating you're the limes. Them. You could plant them with the manure later, the seeds. Oh. Yeah. So that, 
You know, that was our history lesson. And as as we all know, anything that you have learned on the internet is obviously true. Especially on this show, because we never make up facts. No, we are great history truthers. <laughs> <laughs> and even when we aren't blatantly lying to your faces, sometimes we get the facts wrong and uh, we just tell them to you like we think they go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And it turns out that that's not actually how facts work. No, no. It's also not how elections work. No. Turns out that a lot of people are learning. Yeah, well, you know, you count counting is hard. I, you know, and politics are is a, is a strange and confusing animal, and one that I never want to be involved in absolutely not the only thing uh, the, the, is as close to politics i get is drunk dialing my senators which i have done way more in the last six years five oh, six year, million years i don't even know what how many years it's been but and, it's no and, and somebody and somebody opened up because i used to you know be very serious about t- calling my senators and somebody was like you know you're an adult you can just drunk dial them and i'm like oh hold up the old liquid courage, you say. <laughs> because phone anxiety is one of my giantest anxieties. It was not helped by working a customer service job for six no. years that I did nothing but answer the phones that I couldn't keep up with. Um, yeah, no. Some might even say it made it worse. I would hmm. think it would make it worse. Yeah, it made it a little bit worse. Because every time you picked up the phone, it was someone who wanted to yell at you. Ugh. Yeah. And then you had to try to sell them insurance. Anyway. <laughs> enough of my foray into corporate America. We're talking about drunk dialing senators, which yes. I have done this week, as a matter of fact. I did it over the weekend, you know. Oh, yeah. I I didn't because I was working, but I did call I did uh send, I did were- fax. I faxed. I, did, I ended up fax, I ended up drunk faxing my which senators because also, their voicemails were full. Yeah, which is also just weird when you're when it's like, what year is this? Why faxing? Who faxes? Apparently, senators. You can fax a senator, and then they have to look at it because it's a physical piece of paper. Yeah, and I was very tempted to just put a little like text dick on it. Yes. Well, every now and then I have that moment. <laughs> Tom just- Tillis, this you. Eight dash 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 dash. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, no, don't do that. Be an adult. Do that in your heart. Wait, so you were an adult about it? I I did not send one of the set one of one of our Congress people in North Carolina a a, a text dick. Despite the fact that you is it A C I A C S I I or something yeah. when you, you draw a picture with it with ASCII. Text? It's the ASCII. ASCII. I did not send a sitting congressperson a, a that's probably ASCII good. Dick. That's probably good because they could trace that back. Yeah, no, I feel like that's that. Well, you know, hey, who well, knows what's true anymore? Um, yeah. But I was very tempted because I realized I had the ability to do that. And I was like, oh, 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 I could draw one with a marker and just label it with his name and then i was like no 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 do an actual serious facts please so i did yes. an actual serious facts no no that's but i thought about it yeah well no there's you keep that in i thought heart. about drawing a giant 
penis and then with a little this you question mark yeah yeah no well we all we all we know we know how he's gonna how he's gonna roll it's terrible this is, I not, don't a, like this is it. not a politics podcast. We're trying not to do it, but it's kind of well. It's an everybody. Well, no, one. I will. So, so on that on that note, let us let us get let us air our di- dirty laundry right now. Okay, so the okay, dirty. Well, la- I've been wearing these same pajama pants since yesterday. Okay, I have been. It's been at least twenty four hours. Oh, we're talking no, metaphorical, no, metaphoric dirty laundry. Okay. And my my dirty laundry, metaphoric dirty laundry, is the fact that. I don't I don't know if all of our listeners understand this, but I g- grew up uh I'm old and my parents oh, they understand that. Yeah. My parents were hippies. Well, and specifically my mother was a hippie. Um so I I was anti-establishment from the time I was uh able to spell that if not before. Uh so a lot of the stuff that's going on has been very much things that I have been taught to rail against from the from from the time I was a small child. One of the things um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but I had a baby doll when I was a child that was named uh, Bobby Seals. <laughs> true fact. It is true. I am not making this up. Um, no, you've told me this story. Yeah. It's just- and for those the who older don't, I get the more wrong that is. Yeah, well, it is funny and terrible. It is. It is, it is funny. But but so so I had a, a baby doll that was named Bobby Seals. Um, and it was a black baby, a black boy baby doll who I loved, and in fact, to this day, I still lament the fact that I don't have him anymore because he was my absolute favorite. Uh. <laughs> I love that baby doll. You probably have a hard time explaining as an adult, though, why your baby doll was named Bobby Seal. Yes, well, as a child, I had a strange... How child you hearing that name and going, oh, that's a good name? Yeah, no, I decided that that's the name that I wanted to name my 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 baby doll. I wanted, and, and because for some weird reason, I like to give my, uh, all of my toys had whole names. So they yes, had first, first and, and second names. Um, I had a, a stuffed toy dog that's named Texter Beaver Twill. I had Bobby Seals. Uh, like yeah, No, first and last names are important. Yes, for I had I, both yeah. pets and stuffed animals. Yeah. And so, but for those of us, for those of you who might not know who Bobby Seals is, um, he was one of the members of the Chicago Eight. Yes, and the Chicago Eight was a bunch of um, revolutionary uh, Black Panthers, Black Panther dissident folks, I guess, anti-establishment that broke into a draft building and burned a bunch of draft cards. And yeah, the black and also uh, the Black Panthers really got the shaft as far as history is concerned. Yes, yeah, and 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 Bobby Seals. Yeah, Bobby Seals was was actively a a Black Panther, and he um, during their trial he was um, held in contempt. But because he was acting as his own lawyer, I believe um, he wasn't allowed to not be present for the ca- for the court case. So they t- they basically handcuffed him to his chair and 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 gagged him. 
because right, he wouldn't. Right. He, so you know, he, I, I believe he had lawyers, but they gagged him. Well, that was no, he that's the reason why he was he was held in contempt and he had to be present for the court for the for the oh. for the trial and the fact that because they were acting or he was acting as his own representation he couldn't not be there but he wouldn't shut up and the judge basic, basically came up with this thing with the this way of he can be here but well, he's got to be handcuffed and yeah. gagged which is totally not what was supposed to be happening no, and and in bobby seal's defense he did not recognize like, he's a revolutionary he doesn't recognize the authority yeah. of the court to judge him and, and in his defense i believe his jury was all white yes yeah yeah well, no it was no he, no he's he completely and totally he was completely and totally right 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 i yeah, mean he, knew he was he was about to be shafted and he was just using the court as yeah. as a platform to get his ideology and his his complaints right. about what was happening uh out there and so they gagged him at his own trial yeah uh you know which is awesome because rem- keep in mind that they let ted bundy act as his own right. attorney the guy that murdered a bunch of people right. Uh, co-eds in their sleep so there might have been a little bit of a racial bias there yeah yeah well and so I had it I had a I had a a baby doll that uh, that was named Bobby Seals um because I like because I like the name and also because and it was very very funny my my parents uh both found it very humorous that when I would introduce in, my in baby young doll. Emmett's, in young Emmett's defense, everyone, uh, her parents were the ones that suggested that she named the, the doll baby Bobby Seals as a joke. Well, I had said I named him Bobby and and they had commented that, he, that well, what's his last name? And I then proceeded to name him Bobby Seals because that was what was suggested to me. Yes, at the time. I, I want to make it clear yes. that young Emmett was not make, mocking uh, a young man. Oh no, I was never. It was, was never mocking. It was never. It, it no, it was never done in a mocking way. In any, it was never. No, it was never done in a mocking way at all. In fact, my parents did it not in a mocking way. They did it simply because they thought it was funny that when I would have to tell people what the baby's what my doll's name was, and they would and people would go. Oh, <laughs> kind of like my parents, not in the same revolutionary sense, yes. because my parents were not revolutionaries. They were <laughs> blue collar kids of immigrants. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, no, we're not going to get involved in that. Um, my parents let people tell me, tell them that my favorite TV show is Benny Hill because they liked people's faces. Yeah. Wait, Benny Hill? Yeah. Because I was when I was like two, I thought it was funny when the little old man chased the woman in the bikinis around. I right. did not understand the connotation that it was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I just well, it and was funny because it was filmed in high speed. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, and I didn't, I didn't realize find out who actually Bobby Seal was <laughs> until not. I was until I was in high school, and when I was taking a class about about that particular time in history and and then I went and yelled at my mother for like mom I, I cannot believe you let me like like what like you didn't even tell me why like like 
who this person, who this person was? was. Like, you just I, let me name my baby and all that. Like I'm now, I suddenly understand. Asshole. Now I suddenly understand why adults would be weird when I would tell them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of a jerk move, huh? Yeah, no, that's. Uh, I, I, although kudos to your high school for like actually teaching you about. Oh yeah, no anything about the Black Panthers. Oh no, so, so I had a in my junior junior year of high school, we had a class that was called Like a Rolling Stone, and it was all. 1960s counterculture literature and news and movement and and it was all about the various uh civil rights movements and vietnam war and all that stuff because the uh teacher mr hammond i remember him uh mr hammond uh he he was of the age that he had been a young man during all of that and he was very obviously a counterculture (laughs) long-haired hippie weirdo freak um and so so uh yeah we took a i every every teacher at my high school got to teach one class that they that was something they wanted to do oh that's pretty cool yeah well that's what happens when you go to a very small yeah i did not small i went to very high school. large it was a very I went small to a very large school where american history was taught by one of the coaches yeah uh and that's not a slam on coaches. It was just that you couldn't hire someone to just be a coach. So they had to teach a class. So you had a lot of teachers teaching classes that they weren't necessarily qualified to teach. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, American history. And yeah. still mad about this. One of my teachers were discussing the slave trade, you know, in yeah. America. And one of my teachers offhandedly mentioned or I should say the coach offhandedly mentioned that you know they they had to they took specific care to mix up the tribes of the different African nations when they were bringing them to America because they didn't want another situation like in Haiti right we're all in South Florida we're not that far from Haiti we have Haitian students in our class and so we're like wait but what do you mean a situation like they had in the revolution yeah, and then he offhandedly mentions the Haitian Revolution and about how they murdered and beheaded. Well, I don't know if they beheaded, but they murdered the absolute crap. Mielt. They ordered the, murdered the absolute mielt out of some French slave owners. And we all went, we would like to learn more about that, please. Like, hi, 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 hi. No one has ever mentioned the Haitian Revolution before this point. This is the newest and, and most interesting. I know yeah. the Haitian students know about it, but us Americans don't. We would love to hear about how a bunch of uh, former slaves revolted and and murdered some French people. Please tell us, thank you. And he got really mad at us. Well, he you brought it up, dude. He's like, you brought it up. A and B. We would we would very much like to hear this now. Please, thank you. Put it on the syllabus test us on it we'll we'll test it and he just absolutely flat out we we spent the rest of the class trying to derail him into the, the haitian revolution because we really wanted to know uh and uh he got mad and then we started grilling the students in the class that knew about the haitian revolution about the haitian revolution which made him even matter uh so then he spent the next class telling us about the importance of sticking to the material on the syllabus oh boo Mm. and i still didn't learn anything about the haitian revolution until i graduated high school i certainly didn't learn anything about the the actual black panthers until i was an adult yeah well out of college i learned all 
sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. I had a very, I think I had a very typical uh, American education. I, well, of the, yeah. of the time period. Of the time period in the South. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I went to high school in Vermont in the late 80s, early 90s. Also, I was homeschooled before that, so uh, a lot of my curriculum was a little weird. Yeah, so, I was I was a prime, but prime is a prime is a confident way to say that. Uh, <laughs> I was a I, I'm a product of the Florida public education system. So yeah. Oh no, it's I mean yeah. Public, yeah, I didn't learn any of that stuff until I got older and started just researching. Like like I I found out. Hey, did you know history is actually really interesting? Yeah. Oh no, I have always thought history was really interesting, but but a oh, large portion of really interesting. The a large portion of how I realized that history might actually be interesting was from reading weirdly reading mythology and then and mm. then history and like and then looking at art that movements from different time periods and then realizing like when, hey, wait, when you put all of this together, you start seeing that there's stuff that's missing and weird yeah. what's going on and then you start kind of looking around and trying to figure out like well what I want to fill in the gaps here because these things don't correlate if you're just looking at this stuff well and relating then, to something we were saying earlier yeah uh because I, by and large the narrative was controlled by by white hetero cis dudes yep no slamming on white hetero cis dudes some, some of my, my best, best friends, friends are white hetero, are hetero cis, cis, cis dudes <laughs> <laughs> we said that together. hell you're married to one i know you liked yeah. one enough to pick one up and take him home it's true he was pretty uh, <laughs> he was pretty <laughs> he was an art student that barely counts that's true I picked up a Mr. Ducky. <laughs> we don't even know where that fits in. <laughs> we're not going to try to define it. Um, <laughs> no, just like we were talking about this earlier, that we are the current level of uh, aggression and um, just out and out violence that we're seeing is not unusual. It is actually a very old tactic. It's been used many, many, many times in this country. Uh, it's just a uh, the narrative is no longer being controlled by the people who are committing the violence. Right. And oh, yeah. that's the difference that we're seeing right now. And that's why it feels kind of, not that it's not important, not that it's not terrifying. We're all terrified. But that's why it feels kind of different. Yeah. It's because we're not seeing it from the point of view of the people who are committing the violence. Right. For change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Seeing that's... it from the point of view of the people who the violence is being committed against. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Somebody well, smarter than me figure out something poignant to say about it. Well, yeah, it's, it's terrifying, but at the same time, it, it's showing that there's, the, there's actually a potential for, for growth and change. change. And, maybe, and maybe this is the uh loggerhead that that 
that breaks the that breaks to to lead us towards a a a better conclusion i you know i've always wanted to live in the utopian world of star trek <laughs> uh don't we all however i you know reality is that it it's going to take work and there's always going to be like historically if you look at history there's always something hor there's always horribleness before uh real real strong change actually is can be affected and then yeah. once again this is not a politics podcast but things have been going on right now and i and, and i feel like those are important things and trying to and trying to to it's, uh, it's kind of hard to ignore politics when there's a man in an appropriative headdress smearing poop on the walls of the right of of Congress, yes, or Confederate <laughs> flags being waved in the middle I, of the halls of the Capitol I don't know that he building. did it specifically, but I blame him specifically. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things of like, and also with music in general, like to bring it back to what mm -hmm. it is we do. Music is has always been a a mode of expression of of revolution of of angst of. Uh, like whatever whatever emotion goes on rock and rolls like is has always been something that is there to stimulate thought and growth and right. and all it, of it started as an expression of the unheard yes and and so you know like like anyone who thinks that music isn't doesn't have a voice or is is not supposed to be there is not there to express any feelings or emotions that hasn't been listening to the right music like have you only been listening to pat boone this whole time no, like, no. we'll see what happens is when you don't open your eyes and open your heart and grow as a person and and try to be a little bit better than the person you were yesterday, um, you end up with uh, vanilla ice at your New Year's Eve party. Ooh. And the thing that makes me laugh the hardest, as a former Floridian, the thing that makes me laugh the hardest about vanilla ice appearing at Margot Lars New Year's Eve party, oh. they didn't have to fly him in. No. He lives in Broward County. He just I drove. Know that because i've seen him in broward county so he just drove over you know, to Margo Lago at 2 a.m <sighs> so they didn't even have to fly him in they just had to send an uber uh, and uh, that makes it just just a little just a little bit sweeter it's just that little bit of that tiny little bit of umami on the back of your throat that makes that bite the perfect bite it's just <laughs> the, the perfect little bit of because the only person you could get was vanilla ice and probably you only got him because he was local yeah oh, and he yeah. wasn't doing anything else that night yeah oh yeah no mm. and that's mm. and that's why yeah no and that's why that's why that's one of those things that that is why we're talking about this right now but for, <laughs> because there's a lot going on and there's a lot to process and I, let, let that be your bright spot if you yes. haven't been able to find one this past couple of weeks yeah. let 
that nugget that's a four seasons landscaping moment let that live in your heart and lift it up a little higher mine is that the whole bunch of people on the no fly list (laughs) (laughs) also beautiful because they uploaded voluntarily their driver's license to 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 an alt-right website and the dude that hasn't eaten anything for several days because it's not organic in the in the detention center also is quite bud what did you think bud what did you think was gonna happen dude like you know you're in jail also where was he getting those organic foods before because i don't think that there was like there wasn't a riot ribs at the MAGA fest, you know? There yeah. wasn't somebody making sure he got his quinoa before. Yeah, I don't know. Did he bring I it in? I don't know. You know, hey, this, this, these might be cheap shots, but... Well, that's honestly, all we got, man. <laughs> frankly, my dear, we don't give a damn. And on that note, I'm going to press a button. Do you feel the need to deliver terrifying yet adorable death at a distance? Do you mourn the lack of weapons that fire deadly animals? If so, then pick up Lord Evans' Drop Bear Cannon today. Drop Bears are the carnivorous cousins of the gentle koalas who infest the invisible ant. When exposed to the scent of blood, these small bears turn into small balls of fur and death. The Drop Bear Launcher safely contains these dangerous animals and with a clockwork-powered catapult engine will propel these small deadly creatures directly into your enemies. Terrify your enemies, acquaintance, and social workers with Lord Evans' Drop Bear Cannon. Make your guests stare in awe at your terrifying masculinity as you hold up an enormous cannon and drive away pesky foes with nature's perfect weapon, the Drop Bear. Lord Evans is not responsible for any injuries that may be suffered while loading the patented drop bear cat. Extreme caution is advised when handling. In the case of a misfire, please contact our specialized maintenance crews with your loud, terrified screams. Ask for it by name at your local gun range. Boy, now receive an extra cage of drop bears. I would like to have a very serious conversation and talk to you about... No, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't know. take it. Uh, you can't prove it. <laughs> If it's not on tape, if I didn't live stream it, you have no way of knowing if I was there or not. I honestly didn't know where I was going with it. I just wanted... <laughs> I, I feel like I caught you in a lie, though. I caught you in a crime. What crime did you commit, Lady Edercup? Because I... I... have not committed any crimes. I have not committed crimes in months, Emmett. Emmett. Oh. Oh, I have not committed been... crimes in months. You've been well-behaved none. this whole time? I have the, not a misdemeanor, not, I haven't even jaywalked. <gasps> I don't go anywhere. I don't see anyone. I do nothing. I can't, I mean, technically I could rip people off from the from here on the internet, but it just doesn't have that same joie de vivre, oh, you know? Yeah, no. There's, no. There's, there's, there's a certain... Bringing it back to our earlier conversation, there's a certain umami to committing a crime face to face. I've I've had to watch French heist films instead. No, I know. Well, I can understand there. There has been there has been a few things that I have noticed in the lovely hamlet of Pittsburgh that I live in that uh, has has made me question my. Uh, ability to 
be a good and forthright, straight and narrow citizen of our town because it makes me slightly wonder, like, well, if this idiot can do all of that kind of shady shenanigans, why can't I? There's nothing stopping you. There isn't, except I do have a slight moral quandary of that I don't really want to be a criminal. Oh, well, there is Per se. Yeah, and, you know... It's all about the per se. I'm like, hmm. And all the criminals that that are getting arrested right now, they're not, like, fun. No, they're they're not fun criminals. For them, no, they haven't stolen like blood diamonds from a museum or something. They're all like, like I said, smearing poop on the Capitol building. Yeah, they're not. They're not like repossessing stolen artifacts to bring back to their countries of origin or anything. It's not. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun and good Robin Hood type crimes. Reverse Indiana Jones. Yeah, like no, it's it's dumb, lame, racist, racist crap. Yeah, with with snake flags. Yeah, with oh, just oh, it just makes me. It makes me. me, It makes me want to go on the straight and narrow, Emmett. I know. I know. I know. We want to be an upstanding citizen. I have these. If these are the criminals, yeah. Well, I mean, I've had those moments where I have thought, (sighs) "Oh, well, if these, if I can, I would do crimes. If this is, if I can get away with this, like, because clearly, apparently, clearly, I might like raise the bar a little bit on crime if I commit a crime, but." No, no, they're just it's just not challenging enough to me. No, no, you'll just get tear gassed. Yeah, and it just seems like <laughs> they'll look at your haircut and they'll go, No, tear gas that one. Yeah, well, and I have tattoos and piercings yeah, and things. That, me that me they might they might hesitate. They're like, Well, it is a mullet. So I'm not <laughs> but it is an upsetting sure. color. I'm not sure whether I should tear gas or not. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like mm. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Maybe What? <laughs> Listeners, I don't feel well, so I apologize for where my brain just took this preemptively. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll become the Pied Piper of tear gassing, Emmett. What? You're gonna Maybe lure start, the you're gonna lure you're gonna lure the rats into getting tear gas? No, no, I'm just gonna lure tear gas towards me. Oh. Maybe I just maybe I get a gas mask and a and and one of those flame throwing guitars and I just start showing up at all of these rallies and just taunt the police into tear gassing. Well, it's a bad plan for someone with asthma who well, can't really run because they're not athletic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it sounds it sounds good on paper. Yes. Well, also, so I'm very I mean, pale. And the, I do have a mullet, so I can like sneak in there. Right? Well, on the plus side, we're we're steampunk, so uh, gas masks are are do gas are masks. everywhere. Like, I mean, I can turn a corner. I could I could find you a gas mask right now. Right. So I'm like I'm with, saying like I I sneak in. I get my I get. Yeah, but I don't know have, what kind of t-shirt. I get a t-shirt. I cut the sleeves off. I've got my mullet going. Yeah, I'll but at in. the same time, then you'd have to be around those people. But I'm sneaking in. Yeah, I'm undercover. But, but it just sounds sneaking. like Borat. 
<laughs> it sounds boring. like mullet I adopt, I adopt a weird, vaguely European accent. You already know I can do that. Oh, I, oh I'm Dublin. <laughs> oh, I got no. a big red mustache to match my big red mullet. Oh, we just solved it. Oh, I get no. a chain and a V-neck shirt. I'm sorry I <laughs> started like my this. grandpa, apparently. Oh, no. I did not I mean for this. we European. I did not mean for this to go this way. I was trying I to mean. talk you was trying to talk you out of it i just get my grandpa's mustache i get some chains i get a v-neck shirt i get some little moccasin loafers put a martini in my hand on my grandpa and then i talk in a vaguely weird european accent they can't place and then i lure the tear gas towards us by i don't know how do you that uh, yeah i know I've, I've built it up uh you, you wielded flag no no that seems da- I, again not very good at running yes hmm. yeah no there's i think i think there's i think this I is a bad plan no i think this is a bad bad plan also if something happens to you who am i gonna do this show with Oh yeah, no, I will definitely die. The tear yeah. gas will a hundred percent kill me. Yeah, so and if let's the tear not. Gas doesn't get me. The corona will. Yeah, so let's not. Yeah, let's not. Uh... <laughs> Once again, lungs don't work so good. Yeah, let's not tempt fate. I like you. I like you too much to All let right. you to let you die in a <laughs> in a in a in a glorious tear tear gas haze. Yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, I care about you too much. All right. Also, I'm I mean, slightly cool. I'm also slightly selfish because I don't want to do this show by myself. You'd have to find a new co-host. Oh and, God, and no. we already know Mr. Ducky can't be trusted to keep it. You know, rated R. He will veer hard and fast into X yeah. territory. Well, also, he and I will murder each other in no time. You do keep trying to poison one another. It is true. It's it's <laughs> the kind of purpose. So you keep claiming. It's. It's how we show our affection for each other. Hmm. I murder I murder him a little bit. He murders me a little bit. It's, you know. You could try it without the murder. I that's just weird. Alright. I don't enough. know how to show I don't know how to show love and affection for somebody without the murder. It's true. It's just weird. I do really now really want a bright orange handlebar mustache to to match my bright orange mullet i'm sure we can find one oh i need one i'll i'll see what i can do (laughs) search your (laughs) finest clown accessory store i feel like there's gotta be one out there (laughs) because i do i i have i do have a very eurythmics circa 1980s hair color right now yes no it's true with a very joe dirt bent yeah it's strange it is very weird i don't know what what is going on over there it's fine it's the lockdown it's the lockdown it's my lockdown hair it's very much lockdown hair it should be locked down is what it's very it's very long and luxurious it touches my shoulders now i occasionally think it's spiders on my neck oh that's lovely and well, I haven't had I haven't had long hair and I haven't had hair that touches my let's let's rephrase. I haven't had hair that touches my neck in more than 20 years. So it's like ah! Yeah, that's weird. And with that <laughs> on the note of spiders on your neck. Spiders on your neck. I feel like that is the time to uh wrap this up. And yeah. this has been uh 
the clockwork tap beret. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do a. Uh, I'm not gonna do a shill. Oh, okay. I feel like it's an improvement. Because I was totally gonna launch into shilling just now. No, I just you know, you you all are smart people. You know where to go if you want to be involved in this in any way, shape, or form. You know. That's true. And the next week is promising to be as difficult as this past week. Yes. When we're recording. So, so uh, take care of yourselves. Please take care of yourselves. And, and Stay safe. Stay be, sane. Yes. And uh, be, be kind to, to who you can be kind to, but also, uh, you know, don't, if you're going to punch a Nazi, don't get caught. Just... Or if somebody is filming, make sure you have your mask up. Yeah, just also always wear a mask, man. Yeah. And it... good running shoes. <laughs> and comfortable shoes. I feel like that is a... I don't normally want to encourage violence, but I feel like... Uh... If you need to punch somebody, keep your thumb on the outside of your knuckles. Keep your wrists straight. Make sure you've got a mask over your face. You have good running shoes. And you clock them. If you can, hit them with your elbow as a follow-through awesome and then you run yeah just run allegedly allegedly oh yes. well, you know hypothetically no, 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 no. it's totally hypothetical it's a hypothetical you, like in our in our in our fan fiction that we will put up on ao3 yes when that... you're punching a nazi keep your your thumb yeah. on the outside of your knuckles your wrist straight and follow through yeah punch through the face yes the other side yes never stop at the face punch through yes and with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. And she is Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's love. Dear gentlemen and sirs, you know the call to action. Surely you've noticed in your careers as gentlemen adventurers that for all our sublunary escapades, we often suffer from what has heretofore been an unmentionable ailment. Well, suffer no longer. With the advent of Sir Thomas Buxhill Wentworth's mentholated monocle balm, you'll be rid of the uncomfortable chafing and dryness that accompanies the life of a monocle wearer. Gone is the shame of a wind-chapped eye, swollen shut in pain. No longer will your unmonocled eye weep with discomfort. Oh, my eye! But rather with pleasure and pure mentholated joy, uh. I urge you, the gentleman adventurer, to purchase this helpful product immediately. <laughs> oh.